Hello, and welcome to the Power Your Advice podcast. The Power Your Advice podcast is designed to bring financial advisors new ideas, why those ideas should be considered, and how to implement them into your business. This podcast is brought to you by Advisorpedia, the best place for advisors to grow their minds and businesses. And now, please join your host, Doug Heikinen. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. 69.8 million people received benefits from programs administered by the Social Security Administration in 2020. In that same year, 5.8 million people were newly awarded Social Security benefits. That number has to be growing. And if you're like me, you think you pick an age over 62 to start receiving your benefit and the longer you wait, the better. Well, that's not the case. There's so much more to know and a lot at stake for most. Today, we welcome... Martha Shedden, who is the president and co-founder of the National Association of Registered Social Security and Analysts, to enlighten us all. And it's actually quite fascinating. Welcome, Martha. Thank you so much, Doug. You had an unusual path to founding NARSA. Can you tell us how you got into social security planning and what drove you to find, found it? Yes. Um, so I... Uh, my, I was trained as an engineer. I was a civil engineer and actually did that for 32 years. Over a decade ago, though, I was introduced to the topic of Social Security by a financial uh, professional that I know here in my community who was creating a program to educate other financial professionals on Social Security because he saw, he saw the need um, and was getting those questions. Well, I started reading books and, and literally within a week or just a just very short time, I was completely astonished at how much I didn't understand, how complicated it was um, and confusing and how much money was at stake. And so I just became extremely passionate about it learned everything I could, um, began teaching online courses on it in 2014, and then um, decided um, I was going to move on from engineering. I became a chartered retirement planning counselor and um, started my own business in 2015, um, just charging a certain amount uh, to analyze the claiming decision for people, um, because I thought, this shouldn't be just available to someone who's see, you know, is able to see a financial advisor. This should be available to everyone. Um, and so I retired from my engineering work and do this full time now. And um, right after I started my own business, I was contacted by a CPA in New York, Mike Rosedale. And he um, was also getting questions from his clients about Social Security and knew that I was teaching courses on it. And he saw the need. And so together we formed NARSA in 2017. And um, we launched the program in August of 18 and are uh, growing rapidly. Um, So it's been a wild ride and very, very exciting. As I said in my intro, many are under the impression that you pick an age to start getting your social security and the later you start, you get a bigger bump. So it pays to wait but it's much, much more complicated than that. Yes, it can be. Um, sometimes for, for single individuals, that is the only determining factor, but usually 
for most people, there are so many other circumstances, rules that apply um, to their indiv individual uh, personal claiming decisions, such as uh, for couples, for families with minor children, couples with greater age differences and greater benefit you know, great differences in their benefit amounts because of the way dependent benefits work. Um, there's claiming strategies that couples can use to really maximize that income. And um, that doesn't even begin to touch on a lot of other rules, such as if you, you're also collecting a pension, a non-covered pension, they're called. If you're working and collecting social security and you haven't reached your full retirement age, so there's just so much more to it. And then that's not even counting how that ties into your, your other retirement financial planning. So it, it really is um, something that needs a personal software analysis to determine what the best claiming strategy is for, for everyone. It's important to look at all the options, not just because people are living longer it's often the largest asset most people have during retirement, correct? That is correct. It's so true. And that is the biggest thing that I misunderstood when I first started learning about it. I, I looked at my monthly benefit amount and frankly, I wasn't even counting as many, many people are not counting on social security in their retirement planning. Well, the, the, here's, here's the numbers. So the average, this is average of all retired workers in 2022, the monthly amount is, is uh, about $1,660. That equates to almost $20,000 per year, and that is $400,000 over 20 years. So there are many of us in our 60s who may very well live another 20 or even 30 years. So that's the average. Now, if you look at um, high earners. And if you are married, um, say you both are it's a married couple with high earnings and they delay also to collect until age 70, they're not just getting that 100% benefit at their full retirement age. They're increasing that up, you know, 8% a year until age 70. And that benefit amount for this year uh, for high high earners is about 4,200 a month, over 50,000 a year, which equates to over $1 million per individual over 20 years. So it truly is an asset. It should be considered an asset by financial professionals and retirees, and it should be treated as, as such and planned for. There's so much at stake for individuals when it becomes when it comes time to plan for it, how come more attention hasn't been brought to this? You know, that's, that's a good question. That's very frustrating to me. Um, I don't know why that is. I, I think it's just lack of, of knowledge of understanding the program. There's so many myths and misunderstandings about social security and the fact that you can basically increase the yield on this asset is not commonly understood at all, but it really doesn't, it doesn't take much. Once people 
um, listen to even a very short presentation of 20 or 30 minutes of us, you know, going over some of the rules and um, showing case examples, people suddenly, you know, they just get it and they, they are astonished at what they don't know. They didn't even know what questions to ask. So anyone who's has expertise in this topic is highly sought after. And so I am not sure why more financial planners, tax professionals um, are not you know, educating their clients on this, but that's our goal at NARSA to not only educate financial professionals to become RSSAs, but also um, to educate uh, workers on the potential of what could be lost. So as you said, there is, there's much to be lost by making an incorrect or a, not an educated decision. There's a lot to be lost as, as the numbers that I, I showed you before. And this is loss of guaranteed inflation adjusted monthly check for the rest of your life. So I just wish uh, more people understood the value of it and the ability to, to, make, to make a really, really good decision. One of those myths is we often hear, well, it's not going to be around when I get there anyway. Is that something really to be concerned about? Well, it's not because, you know, there again, it comes down to how people do not understand how the Social Security program works. Um, there's got to be something really good about it that it's lasted almost 87 years now. Um, it is funded, the, the benefit that retirees are collecting is being paid by the workers who are working now. So when we were working, those funds were used to pay our parents' benefits. Well, over the years, besides longer life expectancy, there are fewer younger people working than there are retirees. Um, so the, the program is not gonna go away unless someone decided to just stop social security, but it is a pay as you go system. So there will always be workers paying into the system and there will be beneficiaries collecting benefits, but the amount of that benefit could be affected if something is not done to shore up the, the program, um, to bring it in line with the circumstances we're seeing today. And there are so many aspects to the social security program that can be changed um, in very small incremental ways um, that um, I'm optimistic that our benefits are not even going to be decreased. You do hear a lot of this uh, fearful media attention when the trustees report comes out and it's going bankrupt and it's not going to be there. But in reality, it wouldn't take too much to, to make the program, you know, to shore up the program for a great, you know, many, many years into the future. Um, and the more educated we all are on how the program works and what's at stake, the better off we're going to be in supporting these changes that should be made. You started out helping individuals and then you've moved on to helping financial advisors. How 
have they embraced this help? They have really embraced it. We have some, <laughs> we have some very, very um, passionate RSSAs that we've trained and, um, and we have not stopped doing client analyses ourselves. Um, I still get referrals to my own business from, from people who uh, I worked with years ago, um, but we have our own in-house RSSAs. And so uh, they do provide client analyses for anyone who reaches out to us and that's at help at rssa.com, um, financial advisors are seeing tremendous success. Not only are they adding value to their client, existing clients, but it is a, a wonderful um, tool to get out in front of other people. Say if you're a CPA and you wanted uh, to offer this as a service, you can advertise B2B like to, to other uh, to the financial advisors in your community, to insurance individuals. Um, there's all kinds of partnerships that can be um, created when you're a social security expert. And um, once that, as I said, once that's known that you understand this topic, um, the referrals just, just, just come in. How are successful financial advisors talking about this with their clients as part of their decumulation strategies and as, as the accumulation thing as they're, as they're trying to gain new clients? Well, it's really, um, we show them, as I mentioned before, that this, the amount of money we're talking about here is, is really an asset. And if you consider financial professionals who want to be fiduciaries for their clients. They want to help them um, in the best way for, for each client um, in their, their client's best interests. We like to say, you know, if, if someone had came to you as a financial advisor and they had a, a portfolio of different funds and, you know, different uh, assets that, that they have, that financial advisor would want to review those and, and determine if they could increase the yield on them to help, you know, truly help their client in the best way possible. And that's the same with social security by helping your clients, by analyzing their particular circumstances and finding the, the most optimal decision for that social security decision, you're increasing their yield on this asset for the rest of their life. And um, that is what retirees are looking for. They want to keep, they, they worry about their standard of living in retirement. They don't want that to go down. Um, they're happiest when they are receiving guaranteed income. Um, there's not many pensions around anymore. Some people still have them. Uh, Social security is certainly that. And, um, you know, as an asset, uh, if you think of it, it's really an annuity. It's a, it's a guaranteed monthly amount for the rest of your life. And when you talk about the dollars I was mentioning before, hundreds of thousands or millions, um, and you think about what, what would you need to put down for an annuity to get that type of guaranteed income, you really get the sense of, of why financial 
into planners should be um, helping their clients with this. With all the baby boomers funneling through this age group, there has to be an incredible increase in interest um, as well as the awareness that you're creating around this. Well, we hope so. <laughs> I am. Um, yeah, we are seeing a, an increased interest. Um, we we have partnered with a number, quite a few different financial associations now. Broker dealers were were attending different conferences and presenting information, and it's just a matter of getting the word out. Um, I have a podcast myself that is aiming to educate financial professionals as well as consumers on the topic. So we're, that's our goal to uh, make sure that every person who is receiving social security is making that optimal decision. And I'm, I might throw in here too, that it is not always just maximizing your lifetime income. And that's why it takes the financial professionals to, to help with this. It is about opt, making an optimal decision for your own circumstances. And of course that takes into account your other assets, your, you know, the decumulation phase of what you're using when and in which order. So uh, we're, we're just trying to get the word out. And I appreciate you um, interviewing me so we can help do that. <laughs> Last question. Uh-huh. How, how soon should the next generation start thinking about this? Is it, is it ever too soon? It's not, no. And um, I, I, I'll mention that two of our in-house RSSAs are both younger than 30. And they are so passionate and, and, and so... Um, energized about this. It's really, it's such a, a feeling of helping people um, and a, with this big financial decision. And um, so they have a very unique view on it. And there's, for those who are younger, first of all, as soon as you start working, you should sign up for a My Social Security account on ssa.gov. You should be reviewing your earnings each year. Um, If you do not sign up for an account, the SSA is now sending out statements to those who um, have not signed up for an account. So I'm I'm really encouraged with that move by the administration because it's putting that number in front of people again and and hopefully making them more cognizant of Social Security and the amount they're paying into it and how their benefit is growing. So it's never too soon to be educated on it, um, especially if they're self-employed. There's tax strategies that can be um, considered when you're uh, as a self-employed person um, because you don't want to do anything that's going to you know, jeopardize the amount of social security you, you will eventually receive. Martha, this is just fascinating. Thanks so much for being with us today. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Please follow us for all the latest updates on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook, all at Advisorpedia. For everybody at Advisorpedia, our producer, Jakey Beard, and the Power Your Advice podcast team, this is Doug Heikinen.